we did break in during the broadcast a couple of times. Sam did, uh, basically to update you from Santa Fe uh, on the situation and the trial of Esteban Montoya. Um, he uh, was the uh, person that shot J.B. White, a former Santa Fe High uh, star basketball player, top 100 recruit and some of the rating services going to the University of New Mexico. And, and we've talked a lot about that since it happened back in August of 2020, uh, and um, now joining us on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline from the Santa Fe New Mexican is Will Weber. Will followed J.B. White's career. Uh, he covers uh, sports for the new, uh, Santa Fe New Mexican and obviously was keeping his eye on the case and the verdict. And uh, thank you so much, uh, Will. Uh, so, um, you know, tell us, uh, you know, what you're hearing from Santa Fe uh, as it stands right now. We know the verdict is in. Yeah, first-degree murder, which uh, in the state of New Mexico, uh Probably more than likely is going to come with a life sentence without the possibility of parole. Of course, New Mexico got rid of the death penalty in 2009, so that's not on the table. But it's looking very likely like Mr. Montoya will spend a good deal of his next part of his life behind bars. And the fact that you know, this, this guy was con- convicted of murder, the, the shooting death was never in doubt. They arrested him almost immediately. And it was he even testified in court to how he shot him. He claimed self-defense, and the jury just didn't buy it. So yeah, it was, they only deliberated for five hours. They were out for an hour last night. They they were behind closed doors for four hours today and came back with a pretty quick verdict, uh, considering this is such a big trial. Yeah, Esteban Montoya was sixteen uh, when he shot J.B. White, and now eighteen. And, um, you know, was uh, alleged to to be uh, part of a gang and all that kind of stuff came up. A, a lot of uh, stuff came out uh, up about Mr. Montoya uh, in this two-week trial, Will. Yeah, dude. Southside Goons, which is basically a loosely affiliated gang in Santa Fe. And, uh, look, a, a lot of the behind-the-scenes kind of talk was that this guy was involved in some illegal arms trading. Uh, so he, he had a bad reputation. And, of course, right after the shooting came out, you saw a lot of posts on social media and photos of this guy being passed around, him with his gang members flashing gang signs. Uh, so the, from from day one, the, it was painted him almost immediately that this guy was not exactly a good character. And, and look, going back two years to when this happened, that's the, the height of the pandemic. That's when there, there was... Basically, curfews, people in place, you, they told you not to go out. If you're under a certain age, you shouldn't be out and about. And this party happened in the middle of the night in Chupadero, this little tiny community. It's a little tiny village between Santa Fe and Pawaki. If you've ever been up that way, it's not far from the opera. Uh, and so it's just, it's, it's like what we all say every time when we have kids, we talk about kids, nothing good happens in the middle of the night, uh, at three in the morning. and and certainly just a, a tragedy that it's hard to believe it's two years ago that it happened. It just still seems so fresh, but a tragedy that everyone still talks about almost every single day up here. Yeah, absolutely. All around New Mexico. I mean, there was you know certainly a lot of excitement for J.B. White seeing him in state tournaments, and he was uh, committed to go play for the University of New Mexico, Will. And you mentioned at the very beginning the, the sentencing coming down, first-degree murder coming down as, uh, in, in this trial. 
He was 16 at the time. He's 18 years old now, but they so he was tried as an adult. Was that ever? Do we know if that was ever in question? Whether or not just because of how long this took, like you said, this was at the height of the pandemic. So was that ever in question as far as him getting yeah. tried as an adult? No, he was tried as an adult from the get go. I mean, there was really never a question about that. So uh, the sentencing, not sure when that'll take place, but it. it but by all accounts, when you look at first-degree murder, I mean, it's the definition of it is the killing of another human being uh, through unlawful or deliberate or, or premeditated acts. And so just based on his testimony, I'm surprised he took the stand yesterday in his own defense, but he talked that there was a fist fight and he was trying to run away from J.B., and uh, he felt like he was in danger, so he basically wrapped his gun around the side of himself and shot him. Uh, and then they, they never actually found the murder weapon. I mean, they, they never... He got rid of the clothes that he was wearing that night as well. So that's part of his conviction is that he was tampering with evidence. Uh, so it just it's not just the shooting, which was never in doubt. But just, just it's just sad. It's sad. Who knows what actually happened at the party? Was Did it happen on the porch like they all said it happened, like some witnesses said? Or did it happen with this kid running away from J.B. White? We just don't really know. But at the end of the day, it's, he's convicted of murder, and now he's going to go away, go away for a long time. And there's people in Santa Fe who, I, I don't know if they, you call it happy, but they, at least there's a sense of closure now. Right. Finally. Right. No, absolutely. It's a lot of mixed emotions, but like you said, closure is probably the best word that we can use for today. Will Weber with us from the Santa Fe New Mexican on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And so as as you mentioned, you know, Will, some of the details that you were just talking about, was there anything else like that that was in question or maybe we weren't sure about or didn't even know anything about that came to light over the last day or two? No, it, this, this the entire trial, this entire thing seemed pretty cut and dried. It was really just a matter of if the defense could say something that would sway the the jury, but I it, it, it was so such a one sided thing. I, I hate to use the, the term slam dunk in a case like this, but this this case did seem like it was it was headed for a conviction almost right away. Um, and and then look, this guy's in the stand. And he, granted, he's just a kid. He didn't really understand some of the terminology they were throwing out during the, the course of the trial. Some of the attorneys that were talking to him during the trial. But he showed no emotion at all. Uh, and, and our reporter who was there, Phaedra Haywood, who's just an outstanding writer for us, she, she was telling me this kid this didn't, he didn't seem remorseful. And I, I don't know if that has any kind of sway on the jury, but my question is how can it not? And when you're on the stand trying to defend yourself and just say, you know, basically trying to convince people in the courtroom that you're not responsible for this act, but you don't show any kind of emotion or remorse about it, that that tends to carry some weight. Yeah, no doubt about it, Will. And um, you know the the family of J. B. White uh, was was in full force. What we understand at, at the mm-hmm. uh, at the trial. Uh, curious um, if anybody knew, uh, you know, what kind of support uh, Estefan uh, Montoya would have had, you know, in there as well. Yeah, you know, I asked Pedro that, and of course, she's right in the middle of interviews right now. She's she's right on deadline, but. Um, it, it, I, I'm not sure. I couldn't answer that one way or another. But it's it's such a high profile case that even if this guy did have family there, I think people aren't necessarily going to remember Esteban Montoya. They're going to remember Jamie White because if we go back a couple years, it's crazy to think that he would be entering his junior year at the University of New Mexico in just a couple months. That what kind of impact this guy would have had? And of course, post mortem, you always think that I mean, his legend kind of grows quite a bit. 
and he's, he's almost kind of this deity figure now where he'll, for the rest of everyone's life up there, they'll always remember what this kid was and what he could have been and the promise that he could have carried with the University of New Mexico. He's, he's a hometown kid. He's one of the highest recruited players in the history of Santa Fe, and we never got to see him do anything. He was just a couple weeks short, really just a couple days short of moving to Albuquerque and starting in the next phase of his life and then gets murdered. So it's, it's just a sad story from beginning to end. And no doubt about it. And you, uh, you know, I know Santa Fe High uh, honored him um, last season. Am I right, uh, Will? Uh, yeah. At at one of the the games. Yeah, you know, it, it's he, there's murals of him around town, and there's there's teams that are named after him, youth teams. There's events that are named in his honor. There's there's fundraisers going on for him, and I I, I think it's it's just not one of these painful reminder things that will just die off in a couple of years. I think this is something that will carry on for a long time. Look, Santa Fe is still a small enough city to where it still feels like a close-knit community. There's 85,000 people that live up there. It's it's a lot bigger now than it ever has been, but it's still got this really tight community feel to it. And they remember their heroes. I mean, you go back to, to Toby Roy Mold Memorial Gymnasium. The, the guy played for the Lobos and had his number retired for UNM back in the day. Stan Quintana and Nick Pino and all these guys who grew up there and did well at the next level or going to go on and beyond to do bigger and better things. But they remember people like this. Their memories never fade. And so you'll see. I mean, eventually you'll probably see maybe a school named after this kid or, or a street named after him, which is certainly deserving because in some ways he's a larger-than-life character in death up there. All right, Will, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for uh, keeping us abreast on what was going on with this, and I appreciate you joining us here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. That's Will Weber with the Santa Fe New Mexican uh, joining us on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline. Again, the news uh, came down late this afternoon that a Santa Fe jury has convicted Esteban Montoya of first-degree murder in the 2020 shooting death of noted high school athlete J.B. White of Santa Fe High. Um, then, uh, you know, White was 18 years old. He was at a house party in Chupadero, about 15 uh, miles outside of Santa Fe in August 2020. And uh, the uh, the verdict came in, and it's uh, first-degree murder. Um, that was the 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 the, the decision. All right, mm-hmm. we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to... Uh, Go in a different direction. We just wanted to keep you updated on the latest news out of Santa Fe. We'll have uh, much more to come here on Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017, the team.